welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Rope. I am the D.S.H. Lee Walker and I am riding solo. That's right, riding solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo as I do this show tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. We're going to start off, since I am the D.S.H., we're going to start off with some dirt sheet hating. All revolves around ringside news and Fugo Del Sol from AEW. Fugo recently signed to AEW. They did a whole thing on AEW Dynamite last week. It was pretty cool. It was really exciting for him. Ringside News decides to DM Del Sol saying this. I don't know who you are trying to fool, but we have it under good authority that you were signed to AEW weeks ago. Tony decided to make it a storyline for television. I don't care what Tony told Sports Illustrated, as he's just working publications. I know what we were told. And then, they blocked Fugo. I don't know why. I don't care why. That has nothing to do with me, but it is what it is. Anyway, Fugo decides to uh, retweet it, and he wrote, Wow, at Ringside News, sent me this message and blocked me before I could reply. This goes for all verified news outlets. I'm not hard to find. My DMs are open. If you have a story about me and didn't at least try to reach out to me directly, verify your sources your trash. Well, I know the owner of Ringside News, and as you guys know, as uh, the DSH, I used to write for Ringside News. The owner's name is Steve Carrier, and he is most likely the one who sent the DMs. I say this because when you make Steve mad, no matter what the situation, he takes it personal. As far as his sources... I can tell you Steve has been, in the past, had DMs from Britt Baker and Chris Jericho. I know this because I've seen the messages, and I know you're not going to believe me without the proof. Uh, they're in my Facebook Messenger uh, with Steve. Uh, I will pull them out eventually and, and post them, but right now I just want to talk about this. Steve is somebody who, if he has a personal vendetta, he will he will continue the attack. And I only know this because he was the one who broke all the news, the negative news anyway, when it came to Lars Sullivan. Uh, I had found something on bodybuilding.com that Steve missed and I had posted it. So then Steve pretty much copied my story, but you know gave me credit for it at least. Uh, when I say he copied the story, it wasn't word for word, but I wanted the website I was working for at the time to get the you know to get the news and the credit. Instead, he gave it to me directly, so he didn't have to credit the actual website, so that they got more views compared to what he would get. It is what it is. But uh, Steve does has verified sources, but. We all know Ringside News is a not good dirt sheet. They often write articles 
that turn out to be false, and then they don't retract those statements, they don't retract the stories. Uh, plenty of wrestlers have called them out over the years. You can find it all over Twitter. Uh, one of the last ones that I saw that did it was actually Charlotte Flair. And speaking of Charlotte Flair, she missed a show in Charlotte, North Carolina. Fans were mad. Can't blame them. She was advertised, but card is subject to change, folks. Uh, anyway, she was actually at AAA, where Andrade was taking on Kenny Omega. Which, as we saw from there, we saw the lovely Ric Flair at AAA chopping Kenny Omega, hit a figure four leg lock on uh, Conan. It was really cool to see all that. Uh, now we know what he meant by he wanted his career to go in a direction and WWE just wasn't doing what he wanted for his career. Fine. That's not a big deal, to be honest with you. Uh, Charlotte Flair was there, though. She decided, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm not going to go to this house show that I'm advertised for. They gave her the day off. So she's down in Mexico, AAA. Uh, obviously, there was a photo with her, Conan, and her father, Ric Flair. But this adds fuel to the fire uh, that WWE top female star suspected of leaving. So, I mean, if those rumors are to be true, then we know what we're going to be in for. She'll work a program with her father and Andrade, and she would be in AEW. I, for one, see nothing wrong with that. Uh, I guess fans were upset that she was not in Charlotte, North Carolina for the WWE Live show, which, again, I don't blame them. She's literally named after the city for her wrestling career as Charlotte Flair. But back to business, uh, AAA, Andrade, Kenny Omega. We ended up seeing Kenny Omega win, and good old Uncle Dave from the Wrestling Observer explained why. It's because AEW actually has creative control of Kenny Omega in other companies. So since he had just lost Friday, the Impact Championship, they didn't want him to lose. So, you know, they put their foot down that Kenny's not losing. And, well, Kenny didn't lose. But, hey, you know, Rampage, when he lost uh, the Impact World Championship, Rampage airs Fridays right after SmackDown at 10 p.m., which, hey, that's, I've always said, kind of a, a bad time slot, but uh, I think when it came to the ratings, they, they might have proven me wrong because Rampage, in its debut, did 740,000 viewers. For a time slot that's 10 to 12 on a Friday night, mostly when people are... Uh, you know, pre-gaming to go out and, you know, getting a little rowdy themselves. I think that's a pretty good first showing. And after all, this coming Friday, they have teased nothing but CM Punk for the show in Chicago, which is coming up this Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm for one, am a huge CM Punk fan, so I will be watching. Uh, on to other news when it, when it comes to Impact and 
Christian being the new Impact World Champion, there is also a new number one contender for the Impact World Championship. And that happens to be from the Major Wrestling Figure podcast and obviously Impact, Brian Myers. You would all know him formerly as Kurt Hawkins in the WWE. He is the new number one contender, so I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what happens there, especially considering Brian Myers has totally changed his character from what he was in WWE, uh, where his counterpart of Matt Cardona has done phenomenal when it comes to the deathmatch style beating, beating Nick Gage for the GSW Heavyweight Championship. But at Impact, he's just kind of the same as he was in WWE. It, it, and don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Cardona fan, everybody. He's actually in my top three, so don't hate me too much. Um, you know, other than that, there, there's one last topic that I really wanted to, to discuss tonight. And it has to do with females in wrestling now starting to put family over career. What I mean by that is, you know, you have had several women in the years past who would not start a family because they were career focused. And the way WWE ran, uh, they made it hard to have a family. I'm talking even like Golden Era with Miss Elizabeth Macho Man type stuff, Attitude Era. I mean, up until really recent, like with the women's evolution, we saw Lacey Evans uh, get pregnant, which she was in a storyline with Ric Flair, and uh, is she's gone. Obviously, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, you know, they had a, a child together. We have not seen Becky since. She has teased returns. Dana Brooke is now pregnant, as we've seen now Mandy Rose be moved to NXT as a result. Candice LeRae actually just teased with Johnny Gargano. And the reason why I bring this up is because now it's going to start affecting storylines, as we saw the whole thing with Rick, Charlotte, and Lacey just got totally dropped. We saw with Dana Brooke, as she was a tag team partner with Mandy Rose, Mandy is now in NXT, uh, Dana is now off TV, Lacey Evans is off TV, Becky is off TV. She's already had her child, but we have not seen her back since. Uh, Candice LeRae is actually in an interesting storyline that involves Johnny wrestling uh, with Dexter Loomis. So it's going to be real interesting. Oh, and Indy Hartwell. So it'll be real interesting to see how all of that plays out. But as far as this show is concerned, perched on the top rope, uh, we're going to be changing some things up as we're going to start breaking away from doing all these like news type things because there's honestly a hundred thousand freaking wrestling podcasts out there and we need to do something different to stand out. So starting this Sunday, former WWE writer Rob Hockman will be joining us as always. And we're going to do a superstar highlight starting this Sunday. Uh, we will have our first participants of the superstar highlight and it is crime time we've chosen crime time because well rob hockman wrote all their uh vignettes so he knows a lot about them it's a win-win uh we're gonna be doing some other things too like you know we're gonna start talking uh 
the video games and the action figures and it's just some outlandish, really fun stuff for you guys, you know, just to make it more interesting because, again, who wants to hear a podcast that's given out news when it's uh, already out there on dirt sheets, like days prior before a podcast can even do it. So we're going to switch some things up, see how it goes, see if our numbers change for the better. If they change for the worse, then we know we did something wrong. Uh, we need your input, and you can let us know you, your input by simply following us on social media. Our Facebook page is perched on the top rope. It's full of news, interviews, and some hilarious memes. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, Perch Top Rope. Don't forget to go to TikTok, Perched on the Top Rope. And you can find us on YouTube for all our exclusive interviews. I have interviewed over 30 WWE Hall of Famers, current AEW superstars, current Impact stars, and the legends of yesteryear. So make sure you go to all our social media and give us a like, give us a follow, give us a comment. Let us know what you think. After all, we need your input. And when it comes to this podcast, you can find us anywhere podcasts are downloaded from Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and Red Circle. Fans, remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. Or is it? We're out.